preach tonight on the coming of the Lord. I feel like, church, that it's time, amen, to get ready to go. Amen, that if you haven't made your calling in election, sure. Amen, that tonight's your night. Amen. Amen, it's time to get full of the Holy Ghost. Well, praise the Lord. Amen, amen. What did you come out for to see tonight? Somebody clothed in fine raiment, a reed shaking in the wind. Amen, or did you come to get ready to meet Jesus Christ? Praise God, praise God. Amen, amen. Daniel chapter 12 and verse 1. Hallelujah. Praise God. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that time, that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall <clears throat> shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But thou, o Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Then if you would turn in your Bibles to Revelations chapter 12. Amen. I'm thankful for the word of the Lord. Amen. Revelations chapter 12 and verse 7, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angel fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought in his angels. And prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Praise God. Amen. How many is thankful that the Lord is coming? I'm thankful tonight. That the Lord will fulfill his word. Praise God. Let's ask God to touch us tonight. God, ask your Lord to speak to your church. God, to get a hold of their hearts. God, those who need to make their calling and election sure that tonight would be the night, oh God, that they get right with you, get full of the Holy Ghost, get their sins, oh God, cleansed by your precious blood. Hallelujah. 
Oh, I thank you, Jesus. I praise your name, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I'm thankful tonight, God, for what you're doing in this church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we praise you, Lord. We love you, God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Praise God. Everyone said amen. amen. You can be seated. Praise God. Well, thank God. Amen. How many is thankful to be in the church? Amen. I'm thankful that God called me out of darkness into marvelous light. Hallelujah. Amen. The reason why I'm thankful, amen, is because we are a the generation that will see the coming of the Son of Man. Hallelujah. Amen. You say, what if you die, Pastor Kirk, and you don't see him come back? Then I'll die looking for his return. And then the promise of the word of God is that I'm going to be resurrected. Amen. He's going to open the graves. We're going to go in the rapture. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God for the rapture of the church. Hallelujah. Amen. But we, we look to the word of God and we see uh, many things that the word of God talks about. Amen, that are signs of the coming of Jesus Christ. And this world has grown alarm weary. They have alarm fatigue, uh, I believe, for the rapture of the church. I believe even that in the church itself that many are asleep, many are tired, many have heard it for so long that they question whether Jesus Christ will ever come back again. Amen. And Jesus, I'm asking you tonight, God, to come back for your church. I have not grown weary with the expectancy that Jesus Christ will come back. I refuse to be rocked to sleep by the, uh, by the lullaby of sin. Amen. That this world is constantly uh, crooning to it, the masses, getting them to hear. Amen. The siren song, if you please. But I want to hear the word of God. Amen. As it's preached, as I read it in my Bible, and as I see the signs coming to pass, and being fulfilled, amen, that we know Jesus Christ will come back. Hallelujah. Don't get alarm fatigued. Don't get tired of waiting. Get an expectancy about you. Amen. Several things have been catching my eye as of late, and uh, I, I don't I don't just spend all my time uh, reading the news. But uh, I, I can remember my grandpa and my dad, and uh, I told my wife, I said, I wish I just had an old-fashioned newspaper to read. And so my wife, my beautiful wife, ordered me a newspaper. 
They took our money, and that was a month ago, and I still have no newspaper. And so we called the Wichita Eagle, and we said, hey, where's our newspaper? And they said, we don't have anybody to deliver your newspaper. And uh, we said, well, where's our money at? Praise God. <laughs> they like the money, but they don't like to work for the money. But in, uh, while I was reading the news, uh, I guess it's just an old man thing. You know, my wife don't like me to call myself an old man, but uh, I'll be 50 here in just a, a few months. And, and I'm not scared of 50, praise God. Hey, Amen. I'll, I'll celebrate just as hard then as I do now. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, you say, Pastor, you're being funny. Oh, no, I'm not being funny. I'm being serious. I'm, I'm not afraid to get old. Hey, Amen. I'm looking forward, hey, amen, to uh, uh, no pressure on Joel and Victoria, but I'm looking forward to having a little grandbaby. Praise God. Hey, amen. I, I don't know what they're waiting on, but uh, grandma and future grandma and grandpa ready. Praise God. And they're not here tonight to put any pressure on them, so I, I, I'll say that. <laughs> well, praise God. Amen. But I read about in my Bible how that the bear, the north, the north word, the north tribes, and then you read about uh, the, the 200 million man uh, army, and you read about many things that uh, are prophesied in the word of God. And you see these things coming to pass as we speak. Amen. We read about Russia on the borders of Ukraine getting ready to attack. I was in, I was in Branson. We went to see Jesus. And uh, my wife wanted me to go see Jesus, so I went and saw Jesus. And uh, uh, it wasn't quite what I expected, uh, but I know when Jesus Christ comes back, amen, that it'll be a little bit different than what they told at the end of that. And uh, yeah, they, they took out Acts 2.38, and they just said, believe on the Lord. Well, when you believe on the Lord, you're going to get the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. Amen. But I saw a man in a, in a restaurant, in a, a little Italian restaurant. I guess it's been there for a long time. First time we ever ate there. And uh, the name of it was called Florentino. And uh, he was a very clean cut man. He was probably in his 60s. And uh, I thought, well, you know, someone that looks of that. I mean, he had stature and, and he had... He carried himself well, and his hair was cut very nice. And I thought, well, maybe he's some type of owner of this restaurant or part of the family. And I walked by, as I was walking by him on the way out, I said, sir, are you part of the family that owns this restaurant? And he said, in a very broken English, he said, I wish. I said, hmm. And uh, I said, okay. I said, where are you from? He said, Ukraine. And, uh, and I immediately said to him, I said, so is Russia getting ready to attack your country? And he said, sir, I talk to my daughter every day. And she lives at the hospital. She's a nurse. And he said she lives at the hospital because Russia will attack Ukraine at any moment. And I thought to myself, the bear is alive and well. I thought, you know, the word of God is coming to pass. 
being fulfilled. Amen. You see the signs of the time. Amen. I just read where the, the Secretary of Defense, this new Secretary of, of Defense that used to be a four-star general of the United States Army, and he said to some interviewer, he says, we feel that if Russia attacks Ukraine, that China at that moment will use it to attack Taiwan. And you say, Pastor, what does this have to do with your message tonight? It has a whole lot to do with it because Jesus began to teach his disciples in Matthew chapter 24. They began to ask him, Jesus, uh, what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And he said, here, take heed that no man uh, deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Ye shall hear of wars and rumors of war. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Hey, uh, this world is ripe, uh, amen, for one of the greatest military escalations that you've ever seen before. But we're also getting ready for the revival that we've never seen before. I I'm reaching for some of you here tonight that the devil's tried to beat you down, tried to tell you that you God. Hey man, I, I, I think I told this story already, but I, I'll tell it again. When I was a kid, my dad had an old toolbox. He told me, you stay out of that toolbox. And man, that just tears a kid up. Woo! Man, I, there's something that I can't look at. And after a while, I got old enough and I just left it alone. Finally, here the other day, I said to Joel, I said, hey, I said, go in there and get Grandpa's keys and let's look in his toolbox. He's not here to tell us to stay out of it. <laughs> when I opened it, there wasn't much but a sign that says, Jesus is coming. Are you ready? Whew, hallelujah. Hey, he, he died looking for the return of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. When I opened that toolbox, I thought to myself, Amen. I wonder how many people won't pass that toolbox. Nation shall rise against nation. Kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. I was talking to a man on the airplane and I said to him, I, I was just talking to him, we were talking about coronavirus and the, the vaccine. And I told him, I said, I feel like this vaccine 
And, and if you're listening in on Radio Land, hear it loud and clear. Amen. I don't feel like this vaccine is the mark of the beast. But I feel like it's getting the nation, the world lined up for the mark of the beast. They're trying to figure out how to get everybody to comply and how to make everybody do it. And I'm telling you, you better get ready to go. It's not what I said, it's what the Bible says. Read it in your Bible. It says that no man will buy or sell. Oh yeah, they're, they're telling people now, foreign countries, you gotta have your vaccine passport in order to go in the restaurant. You gotta have, I talked to Brother Eli on the phone, and he said, yeah, he said for a while, he said as long as you had it, you could go to the beer joint, you could go to the swimming pool, you could go to every type of venue, but they wouldn't let you go to church. And I said, well, you can tell that's Canada. Yeah. That's what socialism can do for you. This world, this, this United States, think you, want, you think you want socialism? Go ahead and get socialism in this country. You'll regret the day it ever happened. Amen. This world is getting lined up for the prophecies of the word of God to be fulfilled. They're lining you. If this scares you tonight, it's time to get into an altar. If this concerns you tonight, I'm not sure if I'm ready to meet Jesus Christ. You better hit the altar. You better repent. You better lay that foundation of repentance again and say, God, forgive me of my sins. God, I got to be ready to go. I can't risk it. Hey, man, I'm going to make sure. I'm going to make my calling and election sure. Jesus said, all these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. Shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. For my name's sake. You're going to be hated for the name of Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, Christianity. I don't care if you're a Christian. If you claim to be a Christian. But when you start naming the name of Christ... They'll kill you for it. They're already doing it all over the world. Hey Amen. You better be glad you live in the United States, but it's coming here. Well, that was a weak amen, but it's a truth anyhow. You better hear the word of God. You better get ready to go. Then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, listen to this verse of scripture, because sin will be everywhere, the love of many shall wax cold. What's the love? Your love for God. 
your love for the things of God, your love for the house of God, your love, amen, for the Holy Ghost. Amen, the, the, the word of God tells us that there, there would be a time where they're lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. We've got to get it down in our spirit that living for God is not just pleasure, but it's a You say, I can't save myself. I'm going to have the Holy Ghost. That's how you save yourself. It's to get full of the Holy Ghost. Hey, man, now stay on fire. Hey, man, don't let, the, don't let the world, don't let sin, hey, man, drain you. Daniel chapter 1, in the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and the visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven strove upon the great sea. And four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. And I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked. And it was lifted up from the earth, made stand upon the feet as a man. And a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second like unto a bear. And it raised itself on one side and it had three ribs in its mouth of it between the teeth of it and they said unto it arise devour much flesh and this I beheld and lo another like a leopard which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl and, be, and the beast also uh, had four heads and dominion was given to it and after this, I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth, and it devoured and brake in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came among them another little horn, before whom, there, uh, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking great things. And I beheld till the thrones were cast down and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow and the hair of his head like the pure wool and his throne was like the fiery flame and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery steam issued and came forth before him. Thousand, thousands ministered unto him. Ten thousands times ten thousand stood before him and the judgment was set 
and the books were open. And I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake. I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. You say, what is this talking about? It's simply talking about what's going to happen after the rapture of the church. Amen. That we're going to, uh, the church is going to be sitting with Christ. If you would turn in your Bibles to Revelations chapter 20. And we find the word of God, we see the fulfillment of this dream. Amen. And I saw a great white throne, verse 11. Amen. Well, let's back up. Verse 7, it says, And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth. Gog and Magog to gather them together to battle the number of whom is as the sand of the sea and they went up upon the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about in the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and destroyed and devoured them and the devil, the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone were the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. There was found no place for them. And I saw the dead small and great stand before God. And the books were opened and another book was opened which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Amen. The sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Jesus told his disciples, he said, don't be worried about who can destroy Because Jesus Christ is coming back for the church. Faith without works is dead. And you're going to be judged according to your works.
What works will we be judged by? Obedience to the word of God. Repentance is a work. Baptism is a work. The Holy Ghost is a work. And when we allow those works to be in our life, that's what's going to judge the quick and the dead at his appearing. Or is anybody here with me tonight? Zechariah 14 and 1 says, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. The spirit of this age that we live in tells us, oh, that's just an outdated book. That the word of God that is preached, that it's just a relic, that it's just a, it's something that my grandmother or my mother, uh, my great-grandmother, that they had an experience with Jesus Christ. You better get a personal experience with Jesus Christ. You, I, I can't walk with God according to what my great-grandmother did. She was the first of our family to have obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. Some of you may have known my great-grandmother, Bertha Avery. Amen. She sat on these pews before she died, 1982. Amen. But I can't live on her experience. I can't live upon my father's experience. And then my grandmother's experience. Amen. Thank God that it's an inspiration to me. Thank God that they served God until the day they took their last breath. Thank God that I have that same desire in my spirit. But Pursue after it. You say, I feel like the devil stole everything from me. Why don't you pursue after it and say, I'm taking it back. Well, praise God. That's the word of God. But you got to lay aside that old life of sin. Well, praise the Lord. Now, Zechariah 14 and 2 says, For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. That little bitty nation. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed what I've noticed. But. U.S. news media has quit talking about Israel. If you want to read about Israel, you have to read their news sites. Most of them are very liberal. Uh, one of the largest, uh, well, anyway, Israel is not following God. They have forsaken the fountains of living water. That's what my Bible tells me. But 
the nations are surrounding Israel right now. The nations are all around Israel. They're mad at Israel. There's some of them that want to blow Israel, Israel up. Israel just said their, their, their Mossad uh, chief, and the Mossad is uh, probably one of the, one of the most uh, intense spy agencies of the world. And if you've never read about Mossad, they're kind of interesting. They're very interesting to read about. And uh, <clears throat> I, I'm not going to get stuck with that, but uh, there's, there's a lot of things that uh, the Mossad does, but when they publicly make statements, and a statement last week was made, is that Iran will never get a nuclear device. And when you hear statements like that, you have to understand that they constantly stand on the edge of total warfare. They constantly stand on the edge of the nations trying to wipe out probably one of the smallest nations of the world. Amen. And so we understand that when the word of God says that the nations are going to gather against Jerusalem to battle, amen, that it's the word of God is being fulfilled right now. Amen. And, and when I read these stories about how Jerusalem, amen, the Bible says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. And you've got to understand that my Bible when it says something, it's for a reason. Hey Amen. It says to pray towards Jerusalem. Hey Amen. Pray for peace. The city of peace. And so it says, I'm going to gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. And the city shall be taken, the houses rifled, the women ravished. And half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof towards the east and towards the west. Hey Amen. What's going to happen? There's going to be a great earthquake. And that mountain is going to split in two. And the Dead Sea is going to become alive again. Oh, hear me preach tonight. Amen. They're, they're looking for it to happen because they know when that happens that Jesus Christ, amen, is stepping over the seas. But listen to what happens. It says here, and ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, to the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azel. Yea, uh, ye shall flee as, un, as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Listen to this, church. And the Lord my God shall what? Come, and all the saints.
Hallelujah. Amen. Don't wait around for some uh, catastrophic event or some uh, awesome event to get just live for God every day. I'm living for God. I'm a Christian every day. Amen. Every day that I wake up, I'm looking for the return of Jesus Christ. Watch and be ready. The evil servant saith that. You can't put a time on when Jesus Christ is going to return. I'm going to get my calculator out here. Make sure this is off. Yep. He's going to be here in 2035. No. Matthew 24, verse 36. But of that day and hour knoweth who? No man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of who? Noah were. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So what happened in the days of Noah is God gave Noah the plan of salvation. He told Noah, you want to be saved? He says, you're going to build the ark. This is how you're going to build it. This is what it's going to look like. This is the length and this is the breadth. Pitch it on the inside and out. There's going to be one window and one door. And for a hundred years, Noah built the ark. You said, no, pastor, it's 120 years. Oh, you haven't read your Bible. It says that Noah was 500 years old when he got the plans. And he was 600 years old when he got on the ark. So 600 minus 500 equals what? 100. So he preached for 100 years. You say, well, what's the other 20 years? Well, I don't believe that it was in addition to. But he preached 100 years. 100 years. He preached and he preached. I have only lived 49 and not quite nine months. And I can't imagine preaching every day. Get on the ark. I wish I had a hammer so I could beat on something here. Make it sound like an art. Oh, I've got one back there. No, don't beat on the walls. <laughs> I imagine that they probably went crazy listening to Noah. I've been your pastor for 10 years, and I'm like, God, don't let the church get alarm fatigue from hearing my voice too often. I pray today, God, let me hide behind the cross. So that when they look at me, they see you, God. I didn't die for their sins. You died for their sins. And finally, one day, God says, Noah, get on the ark. Here came the animals. Man, I can just imagine people saying, wow. Isn't that amazing? Those 
elephants just walking down the road. I, I just, I, I don't know why there's so many earthquakes happening right now. It must be all the fracking. As it was in the days of Noah. Oh, I can't. I don't know, you know, everybody seems like they're just in a party, party mode all the time. The Bible says they were eating and drinking and marrying, giving in marriage. I, I, I just don't understand why uh, this coronavirus is happening like it is right now. I've, I've never seen anything quite like it. I don't know about any. I don't think anybody in here is old enough to. Anybody's there's no one old enough to be in the 1920s Spanish flu epidemic. I don't think so. I don't know if anybody here is old enough to remember hearing about it. Sister Dean just nodded her head. I heard Brother Cheney one time talk about quinine. People drinking quinine. Jesus said, "There's going to be pestilence." A pestilence isn't just insects, it's disease. Oh yeah, that, that crazy old monkey just walking down the road. As it was in the days of Noah, there were signs happening every day. Every day, something was happening to get people's attention. Are you with me? As it was in the days that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage until the day life just rocked on. Until the day that Noah entered the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken, the other left. Watch therefore. Watch therefore. Watch therefore. Watch. Watch. The Bible doesn't say sleep. The Bible doesn't say ignore it. The Bible says to watch. Pay attention. When you're watching, you're looking for something. When you're watching, you're looking for it to happen. Oh, here I am, Jesus. Take me as I am. Oh, no, 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 no. That won't work. You've got to be ready. Watching and ready. Watching and ready. Watching and ready. Revelations chapter 6 talks about the white horse. It's not talking about the white horse that Jesus Christ will return on. But it's talking about the Antichrist conquering the world. Revelation chapter 6 talks about the red horse. The rider takes peace from the world and causes the world to kill one another. The black horse rider has balances in his hands causing worldwide famine. The pale horse rider was death and hell, power to kill with the sword, hunger and death with the beast of the field. 
the signs of the time, they're all around us. When I was a young man, when I was a child, there was a song, and I will not really attempt to sing it tonight because I'm not trying to, to sing, but I'm trying to reach for your soul. But the lyrics said, life was filled with guns and war, and everyone got trampled on the floor. I'd wish we had all been ready. Children died, the days grew cold. A piece of bread could buy a bag of gold. I wish we'd all been ready. There's no time to change your mind. The sun has come and you've been left behind. You can't even throw this to the side. You've got to understand tonight that Jesus Christ is coming back and you've got to be ready. A man and wife asleep in bed. She hears a noise and turns her head. He's gone. I wish we'd all been ready. Two men walking up a hill. One disappears and one's left standing still. I wish we'd all been ready. There's no time to change your mind. The sun has come and you've been left behind. Life was filled with guns and war and everyone got trampled on the floor. I wish we'd all been ready. The song of those who were not ready to meet Jesus Christ. I can remember as a child laying on my mom's living room floor in front of her record player and this song would play and I would, I would have a, a moment of terror because I wasn't ready to meet Jesus Christ. I'm reaching for someone here tonight. Are you ready to meet Jesus Christ? Could we all stand? I want to open this altar. If you want to get right with God, if you want to get full of the Holy Ghost, if you want to be renewed in the Holy Ghost, tonight's the night. Oh, God, let's come to this altar. Let's lift our voices to the Lord. Cry out to God. God, I need you. God, I want you renewing, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, hallelujah. Yeah, I must be saved. 